Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Reverend Brian C. Pusley. I am proud to announce that Safe Haven Podcast now has its own webpage. We're officially on PodPage. See, you can share the page, listen to current and previous podcast episodes, or click the link sections to the various platforms that also carry Safe Haven Podcasts. You can even save the link to the home screen of your preferred devices. All you have to do is go to podpage.com forward slash Brian dash C dash Pugsley's dash safe dash haven. Once again, that's podpage.com forward slash Brian dash C dash Pugsley's dash safe dash haven. Can't wait to see you there. And God bless. This is an LTD Entertainment presentation. Welcome to Brian C. Pusey's Safe Haven Podcast, where our aim is to encourage, enhance, and advance you to the next level on your Christian journey. We're prayerful that you'll stick around and listen to the message that God has for you, delivered by yours truly, Reverend Brian C. Pusey. The door is open. Let's go in together. Welcome to Safe Haven Podcast. I'm your host, Reverend Brian C. Pusey. I'm praying that everyone is doing well on this beautiful Sunday uh, or whatever day that you have decided to tune in to us. I am just so grateful. As you probably heard in the, the little intrologue a few minutes ago, that yes, we have our own webpage uh, on podpage.com. It's a beautiful site. It has everything that you could ever imagine. It's a beautiful place. It's also Almost a one-stop shop to find everything Safe Haven Podcast related. Um, You can still listen to it on your individual um, podcast uh, platforms. Yet, if you want to go to have the one-stop shop to go to, you can always go there. But in the meantime, that's another story. Can't wait for this message today. It's kind of like another installment to the message that we uh, introduced last week, The Great Arrival. If you have not heard that podcast, I... And encourage you to listen to it as soon as you're done with this podcast because uh, the Great Reveal is also a great companion piece to the Great Arrival. Can't wait to let you hear it. Can't wait to, to preach it today. It's going to be great. We're going to get right into the 
into the program because we have a lot to get out uh, unpacked today so can't wait to it so let's get to it amen Safe Haven Podcast is really growing, and I am so grateful for everyone who's taken a part in its growth. And also, as we continue to grow in the Lord, grow in the faith in doing this as a ministry that's gone beyond four walls, coming soon will be, I won't say merchandise, but I will say at least something to showcase that you represent Safe Haven Podcast near and afar. Stay tuned uh, in future podcasts for more information on this wonderful idea. Hello. Here at Safe Haven Podcast, on every fourth Sunday, we like to have what we call Four Sunday Showcase, where we take the time out and the opportunity to give a man or woman of God a chance to preach the word to the masses right here at Safe Haven Podcast. It doesn't matter how short it is or how long it is. As long as you have been called and you want to get the word out, Safe Haven will give you the opportunity to get that word out. Now, in order to do that, if I know you, that's great. If I don't know you, this is even a better opportunity to get to know me and for me to get to know you. So, if you or you know of someone who is interested, please pass along this information. The way to contact me is bpughsley at yahoo.com. In other words, bpughsley at yahoo.com with the heading Safe Haven Showcase. And let me get to know you. Send me a sound bite. Give me a, give me an give me a chance to let me hear you. And then you know what? If and we can work things out. And then guess what? You'll be a part of the Four Sunday Showcase of ministers. That's right. You will. You'll have that opportunity. Just make sure you reach out to bpusey at yahoo.com. And oh yes, continue to listen. And oh yes, continue to subscribe, share, and listen to Save Haven Podcast. I thank you and God bless you. It's time for the scripture moment here at Safe Haven. Pray that you have your Bibles ready. We're going to be coming from the Gospel of John, chapter 16. We're going to be starting from verses 25, and we're going to be reading all the way down to verse 33. Once again, the Gospel of St. John, chapter 16, verses 25 through 33. Going to be reading to you from the New Revised Standard Version. It reads as follows. I have said these things to you in figures of speech. The hour is coming when I will no longer speak to you in figures, but I will tell you plainly of the Father. On that day you will ask in my name. I do not say to you that I will ask the Father on your behalf, for the Father himself loves you, because you have loved me and have believed that I came from God. I came from the Father and have come into the world. Again, I am leaving the world and going and am going to the Father. His disciples said, Yes, 
Now you are speaking plainly, not in any figure of speech. Now we know that you know all things and do not need to have anyone question you. By this we believe that you came from God. Jesus answered, Do you now believe? The hour is coming. Indeed, it has come when you will be scattered, each one to his each one to his home, and you will leave me alone. Yet I am not alone, because the Father is with me. I have said this to you, so that in me you may have peace. In the world you face persecution. But take courage. I have conquered the world. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. prayer time here at Safe Haven and praying for everyone right now today, praying for anyone who is going through job struggles, emotional struggles, relationship struggles, you name it. It doesn't matter who we are or who we think we are. We all need to come to the throne of grace and pray for forgiveness for any actions that we may have committed with or without our knowledge of knowing that we were doing wrong at the time. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we want to just first say thank you. We want to thank you for waking us waking us up this morning in our right minds. So, Heavenly Father, we pray that you continue to watch over us, continue to put a hedge of protection around us, no matter where we are. Oh, Heavenly Father, if, if we're in our homes, in our cars, at our jobs, at our schools, in social events, even in our own churches right now, Heavenly Father, we want to just pray that you continue to protect us from harm, oh, Heavenly Father. And if harm does come our way, give us the words, give us the courage to be able to, to to stand up for ourselves in a way that you see fit, oh Heavenly Father, not the way we see fit, oh Heavenly Father, based on any kind of emotion, oh Heavenly Father. Let us not act out in emotion, oh Heavenly Father. Let us act out with conviction, oh Heavenly Father, that you are in charge, oh Heavenly Father. No matter what someone says against us, oh Heavenly Father, we pray that you just continue to lift us up, oh Heavenly Father. Right now, we want to just pray for every church door that is open in your name. We want to pray for every job organization that is open in your name, Heavenly Father. We want to pray for every pastor, every boss that has to come before us on any given day, oh Heavenly Father, and to be able to do what they feel is right in that moment, oh Heavenly Father. We're praying for the pastors who have to preach this morning, oh Heavenly Father, or any day that they have to get into the pulpit, oh Heavenly Father, because we know that the message is coming. We need to know that the message is coming from you and not from they themselves, oh Heavenly Father. Right now, we want to pray for every podcast minister, oh Heavenly Father. Every minister that gets on a podcast to, to preach the word that you have given them, oh Heavenly Father. If they're in a studio, bless that studio. If they're in a booth, bless that booth. If they're in their own bedrooms or, or offices, oh Heavenly, uh, home offices, oh Heavenly Father, bless that office space right now. We want to pray for this podcast, oh Heavenly Father. We pray for me, oh Heavenly Father. We pray that you continue to use me, and especially use me today for the word that you have put on my heart to give to the masses, oh Heavenly Father. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be found acceptable in thy sight, oh Lord, my strength and my forever blessed Redeemer, oh Heavenly Father. We pray this prayer in your Son, Jesus' name. Amen.
It's message time here at Safe Haven and pray that you have your swords ready. We're going to be coming once again from John chapter 16, verses 25 through 33. I'm going to be reading to you from the New Revised Standard Version once again. John 16, verses 25 through 33. I'm going to be reading to you from the New Revised Standard Version once again. It reads as follows. I have said these things to you in figures of speech. The hour is coming when I will no longer speak to you in figures, but will tell you plainly of the Father. On that day, you will ask in my name. I do not say to you that I will ask the Father on your behalf, for the Father himself loves you because you have loved me and have believed that I came from God. I came from the Father and have come into the world again, I am leaving the world, and I'm going to the Father. His disciples said, Yes, now you are speaking plainly, not in any figure of speech. Now we know that you know all things, and do not need to have anyone question you. By this, we believe that you came from God. Jesus answered them, Do you now believe? The hour is coming. Indeed, it has come, when you will be scattered, each one to his own home, and you will leave me alone. Yet, I am not alone, because the Father is with me. I have said this to you, so that in me, that you may have peace. In the world, you face persecution, but take courage. I have conquered the world. Word of God, for the people of God, thanks be to God. For the next few moments that we have together, that we are going to be shared together, I ask that you pray with me on the topic, The Great Reveal. The Great Reveal. Dear Heavenly Father, we want to just ask you right now that you just be with me, O Heavenly Father. Empty out this vessel, O Heavenly Father, and fill me up with your Holy Ghost, O Heavenly Father. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be found acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my most blessed Redeemer. Your Son, Jesus' name we pray. Amen. <laughs> How was your week? <laughs> I know that you've been processing a lot of information from people about something that is so hard to believe and too good to be true. You've had back-and-forth dialogue with peers about this extremely controversial topic. Now that you've made it through the week, here we are at the podcast church, ready to hear from the Lord about the day and the moment that shocked the world. It was the day that Jesus revealed to the disciples that he was truly sent by God. If you thought I was referring to something else, keep listening, for that might be referred to momentarily. But for right now, we're focusing on Jesus, breaking it down with the disciples about his purpose. For better context, you should study John chapters 14 through 16 during a spare time in your schedule. So you can understand where we're coming from with that. But today, we're going to zero in on this part where Jesus lifts the curtains up. To speak plainly 
to his future leaders of the upcoming church. I myself always wondered why Jesus didn't say anything sooner <clears throat> than his last days. Yet, that was before I became a student of the Bible. If you are as well, you'll know that throughout Jesus' ministry, he did the best to tell them without telling them. What do you mean, Rev? Well, I'm glad you asked. It means during the healing, the feeding of the 5,000, the transfiguration, the raising of the dead, and more, Jesus was saying, but was anyone listening? Kind of like today's journey to bring people to church, but somewhere along the wayside, we got caught up with trying to fit in versus standing out. We just focused on filling the seats, but not the voids in the hearts of the people in the seats. My, my, my. We cared more about the wrong things over the right things. Amen? We would rather address the ramifications of a slap over the truth that is in front of us today. This, meaning our Bible, is more than it appears to be. This leads me to the first point of today's message. The Bible is more than a story. I'll say it again for those who love taking notes. The Bible is more than a story. See, verse 25 says, I have said these things to you in figures of speech. The hour is coming when I will no longer speak to you in figures, but will tell you plainly of the Father. In other words, in other translations, this comes straight out, Jesus just comes straight out and says like this, I have said these things to you in parables. The hour is coming when I will no longer speak to you in parables, but will speak to you plainly of the Father. See, after reading this verse, it made me think of when I see the old religious movies about the Bible on TV. You know, the one about, Je the one about Jesus comes to mind. The movie called The Greatest Story Ever Told. It was based off the Gospel of Luke and a few other Gospels mixed in between. I, I watched it on repeat a lot as a kid and studied the Bible as it was airing on tel television. That's right. I was looking at the Bible while looking at the actors on screen reciting lines that were inspired or, uh, by what was in, in Scripture. That was me. See, I was always conflicted with the title of the picture because when you're a believer in Christianity, the last thing you want to believe is that you're following a story, a fairy tale that someone came up with to keep you grounded in a version of reality. Amen? See, you are more than likely going to rebel with what a preacher is going to say when you believe that you've been told a story to keep you from being who you're purposed to be. My, my, my. Even though I was uncomfortable with the title, I didn't let my faith in Jesus conflict with my religion. What do I mean by that? See, I hear every day that someone doesn't want to follow religion, but is unaware that, quote-unquote, religion is pretty much everything that we do each day as a routine. My faith, or belief, in God is stronger than just dressing up on a Sunday morning to fellowship with others in the church, or as it is known, as a holy hospital for the spiritually sick. If you're telling me that this is just a story, every miracle that was from above must be false. Every miracle that happened to me 
must be false. Every miracle that happened to you must be false. That is, if you're telling me that this is just a story. See, you're telling me that I've been praying to an entity that is not real? It reminds me of what Jesus tell Tom, tells Thomas. You remember Thomas? He became known as Doubting Thomas. Later in John chapter 20, verses 27 through 29, it says this. If you have your scriptures, you can always back me up at a later date. It says, then he said to Thomas, put your finger here and see my hands. Reach out your hand and put it in my side. Do not doubt, but believe. Thomas answered him, my Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, have you believed because you have seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen yet have come to believe. That verse was proved to me that this, this wasn't just any story that someone made up to control me, quote unquote. This was a true story, if we have to use the word story, that transcends any story that we could possibly come up with. It's older than any book we can fathom filled with historical information, but through some unbelievers got separated and filed into a category that suited them, yet kept believers on a leash. Some of you are listening to me with unbelieving ears, but can't help it when you are convinced that the Bible is more than a story, yet a factual account of events that happened. It's hard to believe that God spoke to Moses in a burning bush. It's almost unbelievable that God parted the Red Sea like a CGI effect in a movie. It's even more incredible that God conceived Jesus immaculately with Mary, watched him raise the dead and heal the sick, science fiction to some people and hocus pocus to others, who bought into the story but not the glory. I choose to describe what Jesus said in John 20, verse 29b. Blessed are those who have not seen yet have come to believe. Hallelujah. This leads me to the second point in today's message. The parables were designed to intrigue. I'll say it again for my note takers. The parables were designed to intrigue. Verses 29 through 30 says, his disciples said, Yes, now you are speaking plainly, not in any figure of speech. Now we know that you know all things and do not need to have anyone question you. By this, we believe that you came from God. The disciples here started to acknowledge the truth that every parable Jesus told them had elements that were powerful and good. It was more than happy talk from a man who just happened to be teaching without a degree uh, in teaching and preaching without being ordained by a man. See, John and his colleagues learned firsthand that in order to bring, the flock, bring in the flock, you sometimes have to talk in a parable to attract their attention. If we all talk plainly, it'd go over a lot of heads, and that shouldn't be the goal ever. I wasn't called to speak in parables unless the message calls for me to do so. I have learned in my time that it's needed to, in order to bring the jaded and the faded people to his house. When I would converse with peers outside of church, you might see the glow or sense the God within me, but I'm spending my time bringing out the God in you that was blended by substance abuse and emotional abuse. I will not 
leads you astray. If you truly believe that wholeheartedly God spared you when everything that's been done wrong under the sun could have been taken you from us a whole lot sooner. I'll say that again. I will not lead you astray. If you truly believe that wholeheartedly God has spared you from everything that has been done wrong under the sun. Because it could have taken you from us at any time. Look at the situation when you know who going through situa- uh, going through a situation that they are going through right now. Someone said that triggered something that was said had triggered a response and an action was committed out of emotional conviction that the actions that was about to occur would be justified. Ooh, I said, set them out for, I'll say it again. Something was said that triggered a response and an action was committed out of emotional conviction that the actions that was about to occur would be justified. You see, the only flaw in that conviction was the timing. And it inadvertently made the person that triggered that the person who made who did the action made that person look like a victim. We know who I'm talking about, and saying their names aren't going to change what went down. I'm referring right now to a young man named Joey and another by the name of Mike. They were best friends in school and practically inseparable from day one. On this one eventful day, the teacher stepped out of the classroom and tasked the kids to remain quiet and work on their selected assignments. While the teacher was away, Mike decided to hum a tune out loud for all to hear. No one seemed to care about it except Joey. See, Joey was annoyed that his best friend was making noise and creating trouble for the whole class. Joey tried to be a peacemaker by asking Mike to be quiet. But his friend refused to be silent. See, Joey felt threatened that his friend wouldn't listen. So he said it again with the words, or else. No change in the situation. So Joey jumped Mike and hit him. Joey then went back to his seat and felt good at first. Till he realized that he had attacked his friend unprovoked. See, nothing happened to Joey because of this unprovoked attack. But something could have happened. He could have been suspended. He could have been expelled. Or worse yet, doesn't matter how old he was, he could have been arrested. God intervened and saved little Joey. And his friend forgave him in time. That's true. But ladies and gentlemen, this is a parable that sounds just as similar to the event that everyone has heard about or seen memes about during this week, this past week. In a sense, it got people talking. It sparked interest in careers getting resurrected and others getting destroyed, even though one earned the highest achievement award on the same night. See, that talk has brought out those who want to be in on the wrong side of history as well, but wonder why their lives are still in a rut. See, I'm not here to glorify your rut. I'm not here to say that you're, you should stay on the wrong side of history. Let's get on the right side of history. I'm here to let you know that when you initiate an attack, the verbal provoker will always look like the victim no matter what you say or believe. I've been there, and yes, I'm a witness to this statement. The Holy Spirit brought that parable to the surface for me to let you know that what little Joey may have been spared of that day, 
He may have been spared, but the memories of that day stayed with him as he matured into a man. He gave his life to Christ, hoping that he would become a better person, an even better friend than he was to Mike on that given day. It's parables like that being told by Jesus that will bring people to God. He probably talked about many people that he met growing up who went through the events that was described, but he left out their names and told the strongest truth in the end. God saved them and rewarded them for coming to him in the end. Amen? This leads me to the third and final point of today's message. Jesus is real. Once again, for my note-takers, Jesus is real. Verses 31 through 33 says this, Jesus answered them, Do you now believe the hour is coming? Indeed, it has come. When you will be scattered, each one to his own home, and you will leave me alone. Yet I'm not alone, because the Father is with me. I have said this to you, so that in me you may have peace. In the world you face persecution, but take courage. I have conquered the world. You see, Jesus held back nothing in these few verses as he foretold that the disciples would briefly separate, understandably out of fear of the same fate of Jesus, but wanted to encourage them in advance. See, I said last week that we had been observing this, this part of Jesus' walk from our 21st century perspective, and we know how the story goes like clockwork without realizing that from the first century perspective. See, from their perspective, it looked bleak for them. Jesus proved that he was keeping it real without a shadow of a doubt. He was instilling peace in their hearts and praying for their courage. Look at it from your 21st century perspective and see the truth in these verses. If Jesus never said this to them, we would not be still going to church every week or tuning into podcasts like this one to hear about Jesus. He'd be a mythological figure, but he's no myth. He's not a mystery man we we can't find without Sherlock Holmes on the case. Wait a minute, talk about a person of fiction right there. Sherlock Holmes, really? Jesus is the reason for Easter or Resurrection Day. He's Jesus is the reason for Christmas, obviously. Christ, Mass, Christmas, yes, Jesus. More importantly, he's the reason you're still here. Yes, he's real. Yes, he is real. You may not have met him during his lifetime, but you met him before your first birth and again during your rebirth. Amen? Amen. See, the key points for today are that. One, the Bible is more than a story. Two, the parables were designed to intrigue us and to bring us in. And three, Jesus is real. Take the time this week to meditate on this beautiful truth I brought to light for you today. Share this with your friends. Share this with your family. Oh, and most definitely, share it with people you can't stand. Be that good Samaritan and watch how God will reward you for spreading the truth and not just some great story. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. 
Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we want to just thank you for the message and the messenger right now. We pray that this word is applied in our lives, in, in, in our walk, and in our journey on this day. We pray that you just continue to be with us, guide us, keep us going, oh Heavenly Father, where we feel weak. Reveal some truths into us that we may not have seen beforehand. Reveal the truth that you are still with us, oh Heavenly Father. Reveal the truth that you are never never going to leave our, us nor forsake us, oh Heavenly Father. We pray that we do the same as well. We, ne- we pray that we never leave you. We pray that we never forsake you as, as well, Heavenly Father, no matter what our struggles may be on this day or any other day going forward. In your son Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. If you're enjoying this wonderful podcast and you want to hear more, please make sure that you click the follow or subscribe button on this wonderful podcast so you can stay up to date with the latest and the greatest and be able to listen to past podcasts that you have not yet heard before but want to hear again. Also, don't forget to click the share button. The share button is also important. So therefore, you can share this podcast with all your friends, loved ones, and acquaintances. Look forward to hearing from you. Peace. We thank you for listening to this wonderful, wonderful message. Now, for those who live in the greater Chicagoland area, Northwest Indiana area, if you are interested in having I, Reverend Brian C. Pusey, come and speak at your congregate with your congregation. I would love it. Please, please contact me at B-P-U-G-H-S-L-E-Y at yahoo.com. That's B-P-U-G-H-S-L-E-Y at yahoo.com with the heading Safe Haven Ministry Invitation. I will be glad and honored to come to your congregation and bless you with the word that the Lord has given me. Please reach out and let's, let's build this community together. Welcome back to Safe Haven Podcast. We thank you for 
listening to this wonderful message today, praying for everyone that's going to go through this amazing week, praying that um, that you get through it. But don't worry, you're not alone. God is always with you, and he will always be with you as long as you continually invite him in. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we want to just thank you right now for today. We want to thank you for tomorrow. We want to even thank you for the days that we have not yet seen. We want to just pray that you continue to cover us, bless us, and be with us and continue to unite us until the next time we meet again. In your son Jesus' name we pray. Amen and God bless. See you next week. This was an LTD Entertainment presentation.